This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 727, Examiner Tips for Spicing Up Your IELTS Speaking Answers. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, you'll get an insider look at what the IELTS examiner needs to hear on your speaking exam to give you higher scores than all the other students. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey guys, welcome to IELTS Energy. I am hosting today. My name is Jessica Beck and this is the second part um, of a series I started last week about an insider look at what the IELTS examiner wants. Let's just let's get rid of the mystery. Guys, no more mystery here. Um, as you heard a few weeks ago, I was an IELTS examiner for 14 years. So I really wanted to do a couple episodes just to give you the highlights about stuff that you're not going to get in books or in most IELTS classes. What I learned from doing and grading thousands of exams. <laughs> over the years. So today, we're going to focus on speaking. If you missed last week's episode about writing, go back and listen to that one as well. Okay, so here is just the overall general rule that you need to bring through and focus on on your speaking exam. Be you. (laughs) Don't be a student. Students get sixes, okay, just across the board. Like I said last week, Speaking and writing, six is just the baseline, just so many sixes over the years. So that's not enough for most of you, right? How can you break beyond that? Well, being yourself is such a huge key. Don't give memorized answers, okay? Do not, don't do this in your preparation. Don't look at IELTS questions and like write down answers and then practice them over and over again. If you sound rehearsed and robotic on the exam, that is, that won't get you a seven or higher, okay? It, you do have to be spontaneous and natural, all right? Now, that isn't to say you shouldn't practice. Of course you should practice, okay? But try not to do the same questions over and over again. And if you do practice the same question, try and give a different answer. Try and find a new perspective on it, okay? We want to hear your real thoughts and your real personality on the exam. That is how you stand out from all the myriad of students that get sixes, okay? 
So one way we do this, uh, standing out, being yourself, is with your ideas. So for example, okay, um, if the part one question is like, when do people exchange gifts in your culture? Don't just list the holidays, because you know what? That's what everyone else is going to do. Um, I mean, you can, but that's boring. And at least add something personal after that, right? So if I were answering this, I could give the normal answer, right? Like, well, I mean, the same as any other country. Um, A lot of countries, like on birthdays and Christmas, um, but that's not enough. You have to add something to to spice it up, to make it your own, okay? So then I could also add something like, and really, um, something I love about my culture and my family specifically is that you can give gifts at any time. Like you can give someone a present just to say, I'm thinking of you. You're in my thoughts. You're on my mind. Um, and my mom does that. My mom is the queen of gift giving. She sent me a package last week, uh, cause she knew I was like feeling anxious just about life. And so she sent me a couple t-shirts from Amazon. You know, it really brightened up my day. <laughs> okay. So whenever you can, guys, you need to share a piece of yourself in the answer. Okay, so that was an example for part one. Now, what about part two? Say, for instance, you have to describe um, a book you read or a movie you saw, something like that, right? Those topics are really common. Um, you could start out just by listing the information, just like a lot of other students would. Give the title, maybe a couple cast members, some actor names, the genre. Um, and then when you Go into the story, right? We always ask you to tell a story in part two. When you go into the story, don't just list events, but try to highlight moments that you really liked for any reason or maybe that you didn't like for some reason, right? So you can introduce this with something like, ooh, and... There was this one guy and he really stole the show because his character was so insane. And then, right, you could describe that guy, right? Um, Also, guys, remember in part two, give your opinion about the topic. Talk about how you feel about it. That is such an easy, authentic way to put yourself in the answer, okay? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, what about part three? This isn't always possible in part three answers, right? Offering a bit of yourself in there. But it is possible in some of the answers. So for a couple of the answers, offer personal examples. Try to connect the topic to your life, your country, your city, your culture. Okay, guys, remember, put yourself in the answer. Um, Okay. So another way that we stand out, that we are ourselves, is with our vocabulary. So don't use the same words that every other student uses, like the word convenient. I can't tell you. (laughs) It would be literally impossible for me to tell you how many millions of times I have heard students on the speaking exam say their neighborhood or their town or whatever is convenient. Okay, so don't say that. Say um, handy. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's a lovely word. Um, also, guys, don't I, I don't like the phrase keen on. Um, I know some native speakers still say it, but not a lot. Um, it is more common in British English, I'll admit, but still, like, it's not interesting. And to be honest, like, it sounds kind of weird coming from a lot of students because it just doesn't sound natural. Guys, you need to use vocab that you like using. So find a, a verb instead of like and enjoy that you enjoy using that is fun for you to say, right? Put your, spice up your vocabulary. Um, come back to the blog, ielts.allearsenglish.com. This is episode 727. Um, I'll link to another episode we did about vocabulary that you can use instead of like and enjoy, because there are always speaking questions about that. Um, okay, so another way, guys, to spice it up and be yourself, avoid lists. Avoid boring facts, <laughs> The population of my city is approximately 500,000. Like, I, if someone asks me to tell them about Portland, I don't tell them the population numbers, okay? Um, so on that note, guys, really try to exploit what you do say, okay, by using that adverb-adjective combination. So don't just make a boring list like, my apartment has two rooms, one bathroom, a kitchen, a living room. Like, oh, so boring. It's conveniently located. Ugh, nobody talks like that except like in a brochure or an advertisement. So don't just list the rooms in your home. Talk about what it looks like or how you feel in your home. Talk about the art on the walls, the photographs you have on the shelves, the books that are on the table. Um, don't just say it's conveniently located. Say, and you know what is amazing, um, especially since I work from home, there's a cafe a mere two blocks from my front door. Okay, like here it is again, right? Putting yourself in the answer. Um, okay. Now, pronunciation. You've heard us talk about pronunciation, right? Here's the thing that I really try and work on with my own students um, in Three Keys IELTS is that we don't want to sound the same in every answer, okay? Don't... Uh, don't sound, don't use the same intonation when you're talking about a job and a movie and your best friend and global warming. <laughs> Those are all completely different topics that are going to um, um, necessitate different expression from you, okay? Um, and I also hear a lot of people use this intonation where it always rises at the end of sentences. It has this rhythm and intonation like da-da-da. Da, 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 and kind of like all the sentences sound like that. That's fine sometimes, right? But the key here is variation, all right? So a couple activities, guys. I've asked you to try to find native speakers to mimic. Let's add some activities to that. Record yourself speaking. Listen, do you... Can you identify emotions in your voice, right? And then work on that. Get Actually get a list of questions for the speaking exam and write down the emotions you might feel associated with each one. Um, frustration, boredom, <laughs> excitement, um, love, right? Anything that comes to mind, write that down and really focus on um, emoting or expressing that emotion when you practice those answers, okay? 
All right, guys, I hope today's information has helped you. I would love to um, answer some of your questions. So go ahead and send me an email and we might do a future episode about your question. Uh, my email address is jessica at allearsenglish.com. I would love to hear some of your questions. And also, guys, if you're ready to become one of our students and get a complete look at all of the strategies you need that are guaranteed to raise your score, sign up with these links for Three Keys IELTS because you also get a podcast listener bonus for waking up the speaking examiner, just like we're talking about today. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash basic or allearsenglish.com forward slash coach. And that's where you get those Skype sessions as well. And remember, guys, if you are in Three Keys IELTS, make sure to note this down in your calendar, June 8th at 10 a.m. Portland, Oregon time. That's PST. I am going to be live in our closed Facebook group to talk about writing flexibility and to answer some questions. So write that down, guys, and I will see you there. Okay, everyone, enjoy the rest of your week, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.